today, it's my privilege to introduce the person who's speaking for us, and he's come a long way to speak for us. Salonique Adolphe is here, all the way from Haiti. So it was a long, long swim or a long boat ride, or actually flew to Miami, and then uh, Kate and I were just talking about how long of a drive would it be. So it's like 600 miles or something like that from Haiti to Miami, and then I don't even want to think about the drive from Miami to here, but he flew. And he is here representing Living Water Christian Mission. It's a mission that we support together as a church. It's a mission that we would love to send a group to help work with maybe next year. So you can be thinking about that. And Sal has some very uh, encouraging things to say to us from the Word, and he wants to tell us about what they're doing there. So I'm going to invite him to come down and uh, speak for us today. And uh, let's give him a connection. Welcome. Good morning. It is a blessing to be here this morning. And I bring you greetings from Living Water Christian Mission. And that's greeting from the churches, from the schools, from the health clinic, and every part of the ministry. Uh, we're going to see a few uh, photos in a few minutes. But I want you to know that we appreciate very much your help, your partnership. And I also want you to know that every dollar that you have sent to Living Water is used for the work, and all the prayers that you have prayed for us, God has used them to turn the place upside down. Many people are coming to Christ, to the knowledge of Christ, and many kids would not have a Christian education, have an education, and many people would not be able to see a doctor, have the privilege to see a good doctor, many of them from the U.S. I am all for the team come from uh, Connection in 2016. I know there are doctors among you, and I know there are nurses among you, I'm going to put my, uh, my telescope to find where you are <laughs> to bring you to living water. My friend, we serve a big God, right? Would you agree with me we serve a big God? Yes. yes. We serve the God who created the world. I don't know for you, every day I am amazed at this world. If you take the time to observe a simple flower, a little bug, annoying bugs, okay, and you will amaze by our God. Now, I know we're in St. Louis, right? And I'm supposed every, everybody here is a Cubs fan, right? <laughs> Whoa, blasphemy. <laughs> right? Now we're talking. I'm not going to say anything more. <laughs> now, in Haiti, there is rivalry team too, right? In soccer, I don't know if you know that, soccer is a religion in Haiti. If you want to have a service that is well attended, make sure that Brazil and Argentina are not playing. <laughs> and if they are playing, good luck to you. Uh, one good thing. We are part of a team, and our team never loses. Don't you like that? Our team 
never, never, never lose. Satan has tried many, many times to see if for once he can win. He has not and he will not. And you and I, we should be glad and proud to be in the team of the God who created the world, to be in the team where Jesus is the coach. You never lose. So, I'm glad to be part of that team. My name is Salonik, as my brother Brian told you. Uh, I've been married with my wife for almost 18 years now. Don't ask me how that happened. And I, I will be jealous in heaven to see the crown of my wife. Because she has to be a saint to put up with me for that long. Uh, some people said, how come you get uh, to marry up? Well, I tell them it's simple. She was blind. Now she, her eyes are open. For her it's too late. Uh, during those years, God has blessed us with a big family. Uh, when I say big, I mean big. Uh, if you see in the back the picture there. Next, please. My sister will help me. Yes. Uh, we have six biological children, and the three grown-ups we took in, the youngest in the grown-up is 26, but they are not in this picture. Uh, people who knows me said, now you, you guys sit down. You used to stand up in the pictures. When your children start to be taller than you, it's time to sit down. Okay. Uh, we, we are blessed by God with a wonderful family. Next, please. Yes. Okay. Living Water Christian Mission is served by a lot of people. Many of them are volunteer. This is a section of the leadership of the mission. And I thank God for all of them. Next, please. We'll be quick. Okay. This is how it started. If you can see the, the little building on the right corner, that's where Living Water started. And the first Sunday, you can see, there was not even door. The very first Sunday, we barely have a section of that roof on. But now God has grown his church. Next, please. Well, before the growing up, there is trials, hurricanes. Can you see how high the water was? That was back in 2008. But... God sent his people, a lot of teams from the U.S. help us to get through this. Next. This is it now, the campus. Children are getting a good Christian education. Next, please. This is the church service. Now, uh, we are outside. We have two adult services and one service for the, for the kids. Anytime we are doing combined service, we have to do it outside. Because there is not room for us to meet inside. And that was the case on Resurrection Sunday. I like to say Resurrection Sunday because I don't want to miss the word resurrection. Next, please. Uh, this is our second church plant. That's in Marmalade. They were celebrating a few Sundays ago, uh, the first Sunday of April. No, the second. Uh, it was on the 12th, their sixth anniversary. And uh, we were having fun worshiping the Lord. Next, please. Um, that's... Another service there, that's the school kids singing to praise God. Next. Uh, that's a classroom in the, the school in the city. Uh, they, they are here to learn. Next, please. This is White Mountain. 
What mountain is an area of the city where there is no water, and God has blessed us to drill a well for the people there, and now they can have access to water. Next, please. This is the church at White Mountain. Uh, started over two years ago, and uh, we are now building a school there for them so that the kids in that area can go to school. Next. Um, this is the outside of the church building. This is the Sunday school class of the kids. Uh, we don't have space inside, so we put the Sunday school class outside. But when the school building is done, they will have classrooms to learn Sunday school. Next, please. Uh, this is Imo. He is from Minnesota. And he's teaching the boys bikes repair. Now, when you go to mission, there are lots of things you can do. Imo is teaching bike repair. Next, please. Uh, this is the feeding program of the school. We feed the kids in the school one hot meal a day. Many of them, without that hot meal, in some days, they would not eat anything. Next. This is also in the cafeteria. That's Jeans, my wife, helping the kids with their favorite meal, spaghetti. They like spaghetti day. Next, please. Uh, this is the student of the school. Every morning before class started, we, we meet, the, all the kids meet together, we sing a hymn, we, we pray together, and we have a short meditation before they go to classroom. And that's one of the devotion day. Next. Uh, that's, again, another picture, the prayer time. Next. That's the clinic, the health clinic. That's where we are waiting for our beloved doctors and nursing here to come to serve. When you go there, you save lives. Next. Doc, this is Dr. Dan. He's my brother. He's the doctor, doctor on, uh, uh, on full time at the clinic helping the people. Next. Um, in this picture, it is Dr. Camera DeFries from Kirksville, Missouri. She was uh, cleaning and pulling teeth of the people to give them good uh, care with the teeth. Next. This is uh, Dr. Debbie. She is the one standing. Uh, Dr. Uh, wow, don't let him I forget his name. Dr. Shaw. <laughs> yeah, uh, controlling the pills. And they're taking care of people in Marmalade. Marmalade is a way up in the village, in the boonies. It's 30 miles from the city, and we're lucky to make it there in two hours. Yeah, next, please. Uh, this is Luke. Uh, he's teaching the student in the Bible college now. Next. And that's our farm project. And, and this picture, that's uh, peanut, but it's still a project. That's an experiment we are doing. Next, please. This is a family, the Yates family. Uh, they are in Illinois. And they came to visit. And it was a couple weeks ago. And they were helping the people there. In this picture, they are at White Mountain in front of the building. The building is progressing for the school. Next. This is some of the prayer requests. We want to complete the transitional building for the church. Uh, the Fred Green Elementary School, where you saw the Yates standing, and fencing the farmland, completion of the process for the licensing of the radio station. We need to have our own radio station to spread the word. And uh, we also want uh, uh, to train more nationals here in the U.S. and other countries for Christ and also prepare the launching of the Christian university. We want our own Christian university to train the next generation. 
And we also want you to pray for the spiritual and physical growth of our ministry. And pray, please, for all our supporters. Now, let's open the Bible. We're going to, uh, to Acts chapter 13. And if some of you, while we're looking for Acts 13, if you have a question, you may ask. I know we don't, uh, you may not do that every Sunday, but you may have a burning question about living water. Acts 13, if you have a question, you may ask. Okay. We will read the first three verses. And I thank God for the hearts, for Brian and his wife, and for all the leadership here, and for all the ways you have served living water in Haiti. Acts 13, verse 1 through 3. In the church at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers. Barnabas, Simeon, called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manihan, who has been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So, after they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. Let's pray. Father God, we want to hear you this morning. Help us to listen and do what you want us to do. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The title for our message this morning is, It's Our Turn. It's Our Turn. You all know that our good Lord Jesus came into this world as our beloved sister said in the communion meditation, he has done many things. Many things. And at the end, he was nailed on a cross. Not for what he has done wrong, but for what you and I have done wrong. He agreed to die in our place. The old devil was surprised that Sunday morning when he arose from the grave. And after 40 days, when he was leaving this place, earth, he commanded his disciples to go all over the world. But he told them, you start to do that when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in all Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. Now. When Jesus sent his disciples, I don't know if you have noticed he have not said anything about Galilee. He said Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Not a thing about Galilee. I have a hunch that Jesus didn't say anything about Galilee because he knows for sure all his disciples are from Galilee they will love their people so much, nobody have to tell them to go and tell them about Jesus. You have the job of winning St. Louis for Christ. And God doesn't have to tell you anything about this. You know why? Because when you came to Jesus, you've seen what he has done for you 
And I'm pretty sure you would want him to do the same thing for your friends and family. I have big families, both sides. And one of the things that tear my heart is many of them are still in voodoo. And I'm praying like crazy for them to come to Christ. And I'm very glad to tell you, every year, every year, many of them are coming to the Lord. And the last three Sundays, one of my cousins, whom sometimes I would like to take a hammer and smash him on the head to, to, to bring him to his senses, for the last three Sundays, he has come to church finally. He has not openly surrendered, but that's much better than 45 years ago. So, my friend, we need to share Christ. Now, the church at Antioch, with the Gentile church, has taken mission seriously. And in that text we've just read, they were fasting. They were praying. And while they were praying, the Holy Spirit told them to send Paul and Barnabas to mission. Now it's our turn. It's our turn to fast. It's our turn to pray. It's our turn to go. I don't know for you, but whenever I spend time in prayer, God reveals me a lot of things that I need to do. And he has convinced me a lot of things that I need to do. And it's time for us to do that. Let's see what's happened in the mission trip. In that mission trip, we see at least seven churches were planted. At least. We had church in Salamis, in Paphos, at Antioch of Pisidia. We have churches in Perga, in Iconium, at Lystra, and at Derby. It's our turn. It's our turn to plant churches. It's our turn to go. They have done their share. We need to do ours. When I left USA in 2002, I went back to Haiti after my studies here. I was scared. Because I saw the challenge was too big and too great for little me. Well, it was the worst time to go back to Haiti. It was a time of political killing, kidnapping, robberies, and all kinds of troubles. But within my fear, I said yes. What happened since then? Three new churches has planted since 2003. Since then, we have helped establishing three other churches. That makes six. We have started three schools. We have one vocational school, one Bible college where we are training ministers to send to the field. We have one health clinic, one nutritional program. We have a farm. We are now about to start a radio station. Now, friend, these happen, all these things happen, not because of one guy, really, because of the guy, of the God that one guy served. In all those churches that we have started, Satan got mad over and over again. But guess what? He failed over and over again. We are challenging you today to say yes. Yes to go to all over the world to share the faith. What happened also? Uh, many miracles. God worked many 
miracles on that trip. When Paul was trying to preach the gospel to Sergius Paulus, one guy who was a witch doctor, Elimas, was trying to stop Paul. What did Paul do? With the power of the Holy Spirit, he turned this guy blind. Shut him up. Preached the gospel to the proconsul. At the end, he gave his life to Christ. What, do you want to guess what happened to that witch doctor too? I want to bet he accepts Christ also as his Savior. Well, after a year we started living water, one witch doctor came to me and she told me, if that church is here, by next year I will turn my life to Christ. I told her, I take that as a bet and I will win. And she was almost mad. Fast forward, a year come, and the church was still there. And I walked to her, I said to her, the church is here. And it's your turn now to accept Christ. She said to me, preacher, I cannot because my husband is not here. I told her, no, you can't play that way. When you are challenging my God, your husband was not here. And I told her, if death was coming to take you now, would you tell death to stop to wait for your husband to come home? She said, of course you know I can't do that. And I said to her, it's time to surrender to Christ. Well, she didn't. She didn't, and we keep praying. And uh, she keep attacking us. She keep casting spells. At one day, I said, God, enough is enough. Either she surrendered to you, or she leave the neighborhood. Guess what? She left. Then I said, oh, no, I didn't want her to leave. I want her to surrender. <laughs> well, I didn't stop praying. One Sunday, I got a call, and uh, it was exactly her voice. And she said, I resisted the whole weekend to call you, but finally, I guess I have to. I do. I said, what's the good news? She said, Friday night, I surrender to Christ. Guess what? She's now, she's a vocal. She was a vocal witch doctor. Now she's a vocal Christian. My friend, our God is greater. Our God is all powerful. Nobody can challenge our God and win. No one. It has not happened. It will not happen. You remember in that same trip, there was a, very, a guy very sick who was lame when Paul finished to heal him. The people in the area wanted to worship him, thinking he is a god. Well, Paul didn't receive the worship, but he wanted them to worship his God. My friend, we serve the God who can heal, who has healed and will continue to heal. Oh, I know sometimes Christians say, some Christians say they don't think miracles work today. I am very pitiful for those Christians. My God still works miracles, and he works them every day. Do you know that many of you made it to church this morning because your God is bigger? Satan had project for you not to make it this morning to here, but God make you make it to here. And my friend, in that church, a lot of great things happen. Healing happened. Uh, many people turned to the Lord, and churches started. Well... What God has done for living water. He has given 
us victories over victories over the attack of Satan. He has miraculously provided every dollar that we needed to start school, plant churches, feed kids every day. I am amazed. I am amazed by what my God can provide. Our feeding program, when we're going to start it, we would need $5,000 every month. It was unreachable. Guess what? It has started for four years now. Not one day we didn't feed the kids. He has provided. Some of the buildings, we needed hundreds thousands of dollars to build them. God provide every dollar. Sometimes I wish he provided them way at the beginning. Not at the time my heart almost stopped. <laughs> but you know, God wants us to put trust, faith in him. Not in what we have. We have a big God. We need to, to boast about our God. He has healed people. He has put our enemies on the run. He has brought to Christ many witch doctors. One of the joy I have every Sunday is to look at our church and see the former witches. I do that every Sunday. We have at least six former witch doctors in our church. Who are now praising Christ. My friend, this is our God. Now, what happened in that trap? Also, persecution. Anytime you decide to serve God faithfully and daily, anytime you decide to go to share your faith for Christ, you will be persecuted. You probably remember in Acts 13, verse 50, Paul was chased out of the city. In Acts 14, 19, they beat him up thinking even he was dead. But let me tell you, God never left him alone. Now, many times people don't want to go because of persecution. Well, why not? Because Jesus promised, Matthew 28, verse, 9, verse 20, I am with you. Always, even to the end of the age. Now, many of us will like this promise. But I want you to know the promise is made to those who go. Verse 19, go all over the world, make disciples, okay? Teaching them, baptizing them. And he said, I'm with you always. Now, if you want him to be with you always, you need to go. You need to go. People who stay home cannot experiment the God's putting bandits to flee. There was a missionary in Brazil. His name is Chris. There was a bunch of uh, bandits who want to kill Chris. They saw Chris coming. They ambushed Chris. By the time Chris arrived at the place, they ambushed him. They all fell asleep. You cannot experience that if you don't go. No, you cannot. Uh, uh, that missionary doctor was in Africa who went to the city to buy medicines. And uh, as on his way back, the, the robbers think he has a lot of money. They are going to steal his money. He could not make it back to the village. It's getting late. And decide to pitch his tent and sleep there. And the robbers think they are going to rob him. As they get closer to the camp, they saw a bunch of military guys patrolling the tent. 
they think he was mysterious. This guy was alone during the day. Well, you can't experiment that if you don't go. My friend, if you want to see God's power at work, you need to go. Virginia, Sunday school teacher, was invited to speak at a church in the southern part of, of uh, USA. And when she arrived uh, at the airport, nobody picked her up. And she took a taxi and made it to the church place. And when she got there, instead of, uh, she saw very early all the parking lots was full and the streets was full with cars and there were, there were even double parking. When she thought it was strange that early in the morning. When she asked what happened, well, Friday noon, one of the little boy of the church was missing. He was lost. The church family, the Christian in the neighborhood, decided to go to search the lost boy. Sunday arrived. They still didn't find him. People were in church like you and I are in church this morning. And they keep hoping the news will come out. They found the boy. Church was over as the people were leaving the church. Big, screaming voices. We found him. We found him. They found the boy. Why did they find him? Because they went and searched for him. There is a lost world out there. There are lots of lost souls out there. If we want to find them, we need to go out and search for them. The church of Antioch prayed. And they sent people out. I know Connection has been praying. It's time now to send people out. When Paul and Barnabas went, they planted churches. They healed people. What will happen when you go? My friends, it's our turn to go. If some of you are here this morning, want already to commit your life to go in the trip of 2016, would you please come forward? You can be a nurse. You can be a doctor. You can be on an, an emo, you know, just teaching kids to fix bikes. You can be a carpenter. You can be a block player. You can be someone who can feed people in the cafeteria. So basically, all of you can go. Who will go? Who will go? Who will go to play with that boy who will finally surrender his life because you showed love to him? Who will go so that that girl can surrender his life to Christ because you showed love to her. Again, if some of you are here this morning, want to go, why not now? Come forward. It doesn't have to be to Living Water. It can be uh, to Sierra Leone in Africa. It can be to Morocco. It can be to India. It can be to Mexico. 
it can be to Tegucigalpa, Honduras. So if you desire to go somewhere for the Lord, now come forward. God bless you.